tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. Good? Yep. Okay. Previously on Monday Night Horror... Michael, give them a recap. Just say what we just said. Well, we watched uh, the first portion of Hellraiser 2. Kirsty told the story of the first movie to her doctor. Is it Kirsty? K-I-R-S-T-Y? Yes. Or is it Christy? It's Kirsty. Ah, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I apologize, folks. I probably fucked everything up. Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> but she told the story of the first movie to her doctor, who's a little eccentric. And... Uh, he wanted to see if her story is true because he's kind of obsessed with the occult and uh, things like that. So he retrieved the mattress that Julia died on in the first one and allowed one of his mental patients to slash himself and bleed all over it, all over the mattress, which indeed resurrected Julia out of the mattress. And uh, she killed the mental patient. And and, uh, and then she said, don't be afraid of me. Yes, she said that. She did say that. And, and that's uh, where we are. That's where we are. We're at 34 minutes and 33 seconds in Hellraiser 2. And it looks like we're back to uh, Shawn Michaels, the puzzle maker. Shawn Michaels, the puzzle maker. Yeah. Okay. Don't have that on my screen, but you got it. Hands. Right. What? Hands with a puzzle box. Looks like she's putting together a Rubik's Cube. Oh, that's not what mine is paused on. Mine is paused on the doctor. He came down the steps, and he's kind of looking off to the left a little. Oh, that's because my 3433 is different from yours. Yeah. I'm going to hit play, and then now I'm on 3434. Oh, that's right. Because Because... I had a little extra screen at the beginning. Yes. Tell me when you see hands with a puzzle. Nope. Nope. You hit play. Tell me when you see Julia standing, like the camera pans around the wall, and Julia's just standing there. Or did you already see that? I, I'm back at the hospital with the puzzle maker. Let me see here. I'm going to play. Bloody handprint on the wall. Did you see that? Uh, the I don't know. looked at it? Keep going. All right, well, then hit play. But... Did you see the puzzle girl at the hospital? I, I'm looking. Is Julia? Did you see Julia looking in the mirror? Hold on. I'm going to hit play. Yeah, you hit play. I'm paused at Julia looking at herself in the mirror. Julia is out of focus, and the mirror image of Julia is in focus, and she's looking at herself. Okay. Keep it paused. Yep. I got it. Mine's at 3448. All right. So you didn't even see the, the puzzle girl. No, I just skipped over that because I was trying to catch up to you. Not okay. realizing so we're, we're, we're at the we're at the doctor's house. Julia's looking at herself in the mirror. Play. Okay. She punched the oh, mirror. Jesus Christ. Oh, there we go. Punch. Okay, we're good. Wow. You really didn't give me any time. You're like, all right, play. She punched the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's got Sorry, jelly folks. dripping off of her face. Maybe she does. I'm cold. I'm peanut butter. <laughs> All right, so now we got these 
I don't know what the hell that is. A heat lamp? Break out the space heater. Because we yeah. got to warm up skinless Julia. Yes. He's like, you want to smoke? Do corpses smoke? <laughs> Here, put on my white suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> he couldn't have given her anything else. He couldn't have given her anything worse to wear. Like, I don't know. Why would you give a white suit? Why not? Like, you're in a hospital. How about, like, uh, let me go get you a hospital gown. I think they're at his house now. Oh, okay. Because they showed his house from the outside. Well, and it definitely wasn't nice a hospital. That was the maintenance tunnel. Oh. Ah, the corpse. She's like, hmm, champagne. Don't mind if I do. Do corpses need that? I don't think she's a corpse. I think she's she's just a a person with no skin. Yes, that's a skinless woman. Skinless Julia. Like a hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog skin. She's like Hulk Hogan. Look at all of that ketchup that she left on doctor's hand. (laughs) She's like Hulk Hogan. Skinless Julia. No, he's gonna. Oh, we'll just mummify just bandage her. you up. Yeah, I'll just bandage you up. That'll be fine. That'll that'll be fine. You know, with your exposed nerves and bones and spine. Oh yeah, you just need some bandages. I saw this in an old Boris Karloff movie. Trust me, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so he's wrapping her all up. The effects are pretty impressive. Oh my god, I was thinking that too. I was like, wow, like the muscle tendons and the nerves and and the veins and everything. It looks really great. Yeah. Like they did a really good job of making it look like she's skinless. Yeah, they did. Now she looks like the Bride of Frankenstein. Yes. Julia the burn victim. I like how he even like gave her like that dress that he just like wrapped a sheet around her. But he was like, let me tie it really cute. Yeah. Right. He just knew how to do that. Yeah. He's like, I've been practicing. Now she just needs like some sunglasses. It's like the invisible man. That's what I was going to say. She looks like the invisible man. Yeah, I'm sure you would. I I was. Oh, God. Now Julia's like, I'm a whore. You want to make out with my skinless body? Yikes. I wouldn't touch that. You probably would. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if she's going to sit on my lap and feed me, all right? Oh, then you can't do, you can't go wrong. Exactly. I'm really surprised that Julia's like, touch me. Wouldn't it, it, wouldn't it be painful to like yeah, have human contact? Yeah, if you're nerves, he's not just going to touch yeah. her. He's going to feel her up. Oh, yeah. Oh, he didn't wrap her up all the way. He only wrapped her to like mid-thigh. Yeah. <laughs> he, left the, like, well, he left the important part exposed. Yeah. I left the goods. Save that for later. <laughs> it's like, ah, your meaty breasts. <laughs> yeah, you would think that she'd be in like excruciating amounts of pain. In part one, Frank was in pain like all the time. Oh, yeah. And he didn't shut up about it. So he was a bitch. Yeah. Julia's like, here, poke my eye, <laughs> touch my raw lips. Oh. Pull my tongue out and feed it to me. (laughs) 
All right. Now we cut to Kirsten. Kirsty. There we go. Kirstel. Herschel. <laughs> Herschel Rosenblatt. <laughs> All right, now Dr. Good. Oh, Dr. Good. He's Dr. Good. The other one's Dr. Bad. Keeps it real, real easy. (laughs) All right, he's he's telling telling Kirsty what he saw. She had no skin. She had no skin. They're all very calm about this. Yes. Yeah. Like you think that doctor there would be like flipping out. Yeah, especially being like a like a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever, like that people are constantly like, oh, this, that, and they're like, oh, you're crazy. No, you need medication. But this guy's like, let me just put this to the test. And sure enough, the corpse gets reanimated and he's not like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. And she's just like, I'm going to go rescue my dad from hell. (laughs) Wait, yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Is that how it works? Like, you could go get him? (laughs) I'm really not understanding this. She knows a lot about this. That's it. But it's like the doctor. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Explain this to me. So if you bleed on the spot that somebody dies, then they'll come back. Now, how are you getting in there to get them? Or you're <laughs> going to bleed on something and he's going to come back and you're going to help. It's all this guy's about over the box. Here, this guy's over here making out with a reanimated corpse. <laughs> and he's fine with it. Oh, yeah. He's he like, doesn't, he doesn't right. think anything of this either. He's like, well, I mean, you know, with the bandages on, she's kind of pretty. Oh, now we got like a King Kong moment here. All right, so it's kind of like the reversal of the last movie. Now he's bringing people to mental patients, obviously, to feed her. Yeah. So he's just—I'm assuming that's what it is. It's patients from the maintenance tunnel. The maintenance patients. The maintenance patients. God, he should play Vince McMahon in a movie. Yeah, just yeah. Picture that, him. That's <laughs> Once You're again, it's going the mute. Hell, <laughs> screw you, Austin. <laughs> oh, he's got the medical scissors. Now it's like the Twilight Zone, Eye of the Beholder episode. Let's see how it turned out. Oh, still ugly. (laughs) And it's Julia. That's it. And she's beautiful. I really like the music here and like the lightning. Very like old school, like 50s monster movie. Yeah. I I really like that there. It was neat. Very neat. All right, so the doctor has broken Kirsty out.
I guess, unless he just released her. Yeah, I mean, I guess he wouldn't really have to break her out if he's a doctor. He could be like, okay, she's good. Yeah. And naturally, they run through the woods to the Dr. Bad's house. Bad doctor's house. Yes. Okay, so it is his house. He just lives very close to the to the. He lives, uh, he lives a stone's throw from the hospital. Yeah, just like through the woods, over the river and through the woods. To Dr. Cruz's house we go. <laughs> All right, so he leaves Kirsty in the weird study. Yes. And he's about to go into the feeding room. So there's flies. Yes. Oh, but he can't do it. Oh. And Julia's there. And Julia's there. Bad news. Uh oh. Little does he know that Julie is a human straw. A human straw. <laughs> and he starts sucking on the glass. <laughs> But the good doctor says, I don't care. I'm going into the bug corpse room anyway. Yep. And he finds all of the people that the doctor has sacrificed. One, two, three, four, five, at least six. That's what we saw. Yeah. I feel it was definitely more than that in the previous scene. Mm Mm-hmm. A little little origin of Pinhead there. Yeah. All right. Now, this this guy's not panicking with hanging corpses. He's also not panicking that she's very calm about it. Right. Yeah, he just kind of goes with it. He's like, whatever. He's... She's like, is it terrible? And he's like, yes, this is terrible. <laughs> Why are there corpses? Why is this happening? Why are you wearing a sheet? <laughs> I love how, like, the corpse is just in the frame behind them. Yeah. Her back is exposed. I'm oh. Julia. Oh, that's it. Hand in the head, and she's sucking them out. Sucking them dry. Not the way that he wants it. Nope. But the way she's taking it. A human straw. (laughs) He's boiling. Oh, my goodness. That's a pimple and a half if I've ever seen it. And very bad varicose veins. It's quite the pimple. (laughs) Oh, so Julia takes another. 
And Kirsty's like, oh, God, I'm really sexually attracted to this Nazi. Let me take this picture. For I'll take the picture Burton. and save it for later. Yes. That's one hot Nazi. Nazi pinhead. Yes. Derek von Raisenhell. Derek von Raisenhead. <laughs> Derek von California Raisin. <laughs> uh oh. I'm no longer just the wicked stepmother. I'm now Sam Loomis, too. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a smack. See, the problem is that they they never kill (laughs) Kirsty. Like, if they just killed her in the first one, she wouldn't be causing trouble for them now. Yeah, and if they just killed her right there, why didn't she just suck her life out of her? Yeah. So like, that okay, they have well, the, they've they've brought in the puzzle girl. Yes, and the, the puzzle girl, girl Christie's na- Kirsty's neighbor. Yes, and I think the puzzle girl is going to solve that the the hell box <sighs> to get them to hell. Yes. Looking through our, <laughs> they spy on her from this giant peephole. Yeah, <laughs> she like looks over and there's just two people there. It's just a big hole in the wall. <laughs> when you when you make a peephole, it's supposed to be real small, so they don't notice. Not the size of a watermelon. Yeah, but I don't know. I just didn't want to like stick my eye next to it. We both wanted to see, so <laughs> we figured if we just smiled every time she looked over, it would just she would think it was a picture. You know, she's dumb. She's, you know, she's crazy. (laughs) You know, those dumb, crazy people. (laughs) The house is creaking. It's a creaking house. Dominic von Krickenhaus. Oh, and she's activating the cube. All right. She must have hit the wind button. <laughs> Earth, wind, fire. I have to see. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. I have to know. <laughs> it needs to I die. Am. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Oh, God. (laughs) And you know what? Evil did die tonight. All of those people that were fucking crazy and rounded themselves up into a fucking mob and killed that innocent man while they all fucking died. Michael Myers is the Avenger of Haddonfield. (laughs) 
All right. All right. So uh, I think she's Blondie is uh, activating the box. There's lightning and wind and uh, gorilla skeletons. <laughs> I was going to say there's a gorilla skeleton. Cat in a jar. <laughs> now she's activating the cube. And so now the Cenobites should come out. They should, yeah. If activated properly. It seems like they're here. Yeah, maybe. And the room is exploding. Uh, yes, all the glass, is, all the pictures are breaking, the books are flying off the shelves, and papers are being strewn about. And the door closes, and there we had a bunch of blood, and now a wall open. Oh, multiple walls open up. Oh, boy. We're in hell. Yep. Even behind the doctor and Julia Gulia. <laughs> oh, and somebody's here. Yeah. The chatterer. The chatterer. <laughs> oh, the butterball. The butterfly. <laughs> Danny DeVito. And Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stupid. <laughs> oh, and here comes the leader. Oh, so Pinhead says no, and they question him, and he says that it's not hands that call us, it's desire, and they look to the mirror. Yep, so he knows that the the little mental patient is not the one who wanted know- them there. Correct. She doesn't know what she's doing, she's just playing with the puzzle. Yep. She's just trying to solve the puzzle, and he knows that it was the doctor that put her up to it. Right. Carnival music? Yeah, or is it like music box music? Is that what it was? It was a music box? I don't know. I don't know where the music was coming from. All right, so now uh, Kirstie's waking up in the room that she was knocked out in, the feeding room, and 
light is coming through and everything's decaying and dilapidated, much like uh, when Frank uh, is being reborn. Yeah. Or resurrected, rather. And now she, she runs out of the house and we're in these catacombs. That's that's really cool. I really yeah. like that uh that imagery. Yeah, I, I wonder if that was a painting that they used. I I think so. Yeah. Or a, or maybe it was a, a model. Yeah. A maybe. Okay, so it was carnival music. There we go. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's a painting. Yeah, it could I'm gonna be. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to yeah. look it up, see if, see if it says. Yeah. Nope. And now we just jumped and Christy is, or Kirsty is... Back in an old house. Yeah, I think it's the house from the first one. Look at that! Look at that big door with the glass on it. Yep, but it's all like it's all like clean in its prime. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's like in their own personal uh, hallucination here. Own personal hell. Yes. All the bugs. Yep, just you keep you keep doing that, and I'm gonna look at this because I think I found something. Oh, okay. So now Julia's in with Butterball. Or not Julia, Kirsty. Oh, she's in <laughs> with all the Cenobites. Oh, and she's she's messing with the cube to try and stop them, and he's saying it doesn't matter because you're already here. 
So yeah, the cube. Yeah, you're in our world. We're not in yours. Let's see. So the Cenobites really want her. So she's looking for her father, but Pinhead says you can't find him because all of you are in your own hell and you can't reach somebody else's. Somebody else's hell. Hell is a personal construct that you you suffer in alone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's now, pretty cool. Meanwhile, Julia is leading the bad doctor. I guess we can just call him the doctor now because the good doctor is dead. Yeah, he's yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's he's sucked dry. See, so uh, he was sucked dry. Julia's leading the doctor through kind of like a maze or something. No, I'm not sure what her uh, objective is in all of this. Who's that? Julia. Oh. So there's a, he's looking to a room where people are having sex. Hell doesn't seem like a bad place at that point. No, not yet. <laughs> Did she, did she uh, just use the pinhead line? We've got yeah. such sites to show you. Yeah, she did. Kirsty's just kind of running through a maze, too. Oh, here we go. Hell, it's also called the Labyrinth. It's an unholy and evil realm of limitless... Um, this is the home of the Cenobites. Uh, it describes, I, I think it's like 80 CG actually. Oh. All right. So Kirsty and the puzzle girl have met up with each other. And the puzzle girl doesn't seem like she understands English. We have to help each other, right? Duh. (laughs) Okay. Help each other. (laughs) She's like, oh, great. I'm going to have to do this alone. (laughs) 
So now they're walking along the top of the labyrinth. Yep. And that's what hell is in this movie. Yeah. That's like being looked over by like the diamond. Leviathan. Leviathan. Lord of the Labyrinth. Uh oh, Doc. Doc's having some problems. <laughs> oh. Like the eye of Leviathan saw like I don't know, the evil in the doctor? Yeah, well, bad things he's done. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I want to see it anymore. I'm kind of sick. <laughs> so he's making out with Julia, but now she has skin. Yes. Oh, there you go. That's what she wanted. Oh, that's it. Why do you think I was allowed to come back? It wanted souls. So that's it. All right, so now she pushed the doctor into a, into a box, and now he's getting injected and, and sucked. His blood's getting sucked out. and Oh, my God. It's <laughs> being cut with... Metal wires and he's, he's getting being mouth fucked by a tentacle. A, getting a thing in the mouth. <laughs> oh God, that sounds like an awful hell. Yeah, suck that tentacle. Yes, it's not fair for everybody. You know, one person's hell is just a maze that you can't get out of, and this person gets mutilated and yeah, it's probably uh depends on how bad of a human being you are in life. Yeah, I guess so. And his okay, hell let's, had, uh, let's pause there. Sure. And his hell uh, involved needles and injections because he's a doctor, I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess so. so you, get, you get what you... You get what you put in. Yeah. So he must have been putting tentacles in people's mouths. All right, so that uh, takes us up to this point. So they're all in the labyrinth or hell. Yep. And Julia has just fed the doctor to, to hell, basically. Hell. Yeah. Yep. And she said, why do you think I was allowed out? It wants souls. So Julia was allowed to come out of hell basically in exchange to bring other souls into it. Right. So we've got uh, um, the, Julia is yep. still on the loose. Yes, the juice and is loose. Uh, juice is loose, and Kirsty and Puzzle Girl, yep, are still trying to find their way out. Yes. Now the Cenobites came because Puzzle Girl was given, uh, what is it called, the Lament Contraption Configuration. Close enough. 
the puzzle girl was given that by the the doctor in order to figure it out. So she figured out the contraption configuration. <laughs> she figured out the configuration, and that's what brought everybody into hell, basically. Right. So the, the box is pretty much a portal. Yes. Yeah. A porthole. A porthole into personal hells. Yes. And you can't get into somebody else's personal hell. It's their hell, not your hell. You live yours, they live theirs. So, ladies and gentlemen, gentleman, so lady and gentleman, there's one of each. <laughs> um, you know who you are. I'm talking to you. Yes, you with the hair. Hi. Um, tune in for the uh, the uh, the orgasm-inducing climax of Hellraiser 2. I really like this movie, by the way. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, speaking of ladies and gentlemen, our demographic is... Uh, ladies and gentlemen. It, it is, but the, the ladies have taken the lead. Ooh! Boy, it must be our erotic voices. It must be. <laughs> Hello, ladies. It's like 56% female. <laughs> wow. What's wrong with you women? My God. And then uh, maybe they think we're mysterious and they're like, ooh, they sound hot. One percent undefined. Yeah, but you know what? We're gonna drop that lady (laughs) undefined. We're gonna drop that lady percentage when they hear episode one and I talk about being fed as a feeding fetish. (laughs) And they're like, Oh wait, this guy's like some big fat gelatinous blob. He's like job of the hut. Well, I think they know that already. I've made plenty (laughs) of jokes. (laughs) Oh God! You know, I'm just. I haven't. I myself. haven't mentioned Job of the Hut though, so thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, no problem, ladies and gentlemen. He'll have a new co-host in a couple days because I'm going to go fucking hang myself. <laughs> oh, you're not going to find anything that'll support you. Oh, why did I say it? <laughs> fucking Christ! I just load the gun for you sometimes. <laughs> Christ! There's points where I'm even pulling the trigger. You're just <laughs> laughing. I know. Oh, all right. Well, folks. Uh, so yeah, that wraps up part two. Uh, bada bing, bada fucking boom. Come back for uh, part three. The conclusion. Uh, yes, the epic conclusion of Hellbound Hellraiser two. Um, yeah. And if uh, if you're enjoying this uh, like mini episodes that we're doing, kind of spreading them out, let us know. And if you fucking hate it, you want us to go back to the lanky lengthy bullshit. Lanky. Tell us. The lanky stuff, very long, like Tom Tom Howie. If you want that, you let us know. Um, But anyway, check us out on the flip side, on the flippity flop. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.